Comic Book Savant, episode 454. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant podcast. I'm your host, James Harris. This episode, I wanted to start what might be a new series on the podcast, which is called Bargain Bin. Um, It's been a lot of comments in the Facebook group, the Savant Society, over over on Facebook. More and more people are joining in the group, has been uh, growing quite a bit. And it's been a lot of conversations about um, comics, buying comics, transitioning a lot of people are running out of space and transitioning over to buying digital comics or doing a hybrid of digital and physical comics and a lot of talk has been going around about how to save money how you find some of the best deals and things of that nature so i thought it would be a good uh thing to do to do a a a segment or a series on the podcast about just that that topic i know all of us wrestle with our budgets and how much should we spend on comics or just the hobby in general and how to go about it and i wanted to share some of my tips you know because again um i am i have a pretty strict comics budget that i adhere to and you know i i buy quite a bit of uh you know a comics each month with the little restricted budget that i have so i wanted to go through some of the things that i've learned over the years in buying comics in different places you can go online uh to buy your your comics be it digital or physical i'm gonna right now tentatively call it the bargain bin like i said earlier but before i get into it as always i'd like to give a shout out to my friends over at the comics podcast network you can find them over at comicspodcast.com it's a great one-stop shop if you like comic book related content and you want to find more of it you can go there you have podcasts listed by um, publishers uh characters teams uh so they're they're broken up in so many different sections so you could pretty much find a podcast on almost anything you're looking for in the world of comics also if you're uh up-and-coming podcaster you want to help uh grow your audience it's a great place to go you can um uh, email the admin and see about getting added on as far as i know enrollment stays open to that so it can help you join the comics uh podcast network and list your show there in your episodes they have a twitter feed facebook feed as well that can help uh, people find your show if you're just starting out and you're trying to grow your audience which is a great tool for that which is one of the main reasons that uh, all of the creators that founded the Comics Podcast Network really came together for that was when we uh, came up with the whole concept for it was for us to cross promote one another and help us grow each other's audiences by promoing individual shows and things of that nature for one another just to help um, take our our audiences and grow one another's organically in a help type help system so um and it and i have to say it's been a very helpful tool for me in the years that i've i've been a part of the comics podcast network gosh i think it's been over about 10 years now that it's been i've been a thing um and it's, it's been very helpful so definitely if you haven't ever been check out the site it's comicspodcast.com um is again if you're looking for comic book related content or your comic creator um a podcast creator uh that 
is dealing in a comic book genre that's looking to grow your audience is also a great tool for that as well. So definitely, if you have a moment, check it out. And with that being said, let's jump into the heart of this episode. And again, I, this was a subject that I talk about a lot kind of on a YouTube channel right now. I'm kind of uh, taking a hiatus. <clears throat> I was talking about this on a Facebook group uh, just a couple of days ago. I've kind of uh, stepped back. I'm, you know, everything's fine with me because I know you guys, when I say stuff like that, you guys kind of worry about everything that has gone up my health. I'm fine at this point. I think it was more of a mental thing as sometimes it's hard as a content creator with me creating content on so many different fronts. Um, it's way easier to do audio content to doing video content just because the amount of time is way easier to, uh, I, I mean, maybe it's not way easier. It's more convenient for me as a content creator because I've been doing audio for 13 years. I could pretty much do it in my sleep where it's something like video. I'm still growing and learning um, and all the dips and switches and changes that you have to deal with with YouTube. Sometimes it takes, you know, five times the amount of work to put to produce one video that I could do two, three, four, even five podcasts with that same amount of energy and time that I put forth in that one video. And I needed just to kind of recover mentally. It was becoming a lot to constantly keep content out. And I'm a creator that I don't just I rarely do like a episode at a time. I normally with audio when I sit down and record it, I do like, uh, you know, I do it in batches so that I know I have content keyed up for you guys in advance be it via for the main podcast here which is on a free platform also if you support the show via patreon that's a weekly show so i normally do audio anywhere in batches of two to three episodes at a time um, when it came to videos i would do anywhere from three to five videos in one session and recording um and it just took a toll mentally and i just haven't been prepared to be back in front of the camera but i've talked about uh, it's been more of a topic or interest from the comment sections that I got on, you know, on um, through YouTube. So I talked about it more there and I start finding out through the Ask Savant uh, episodes we did um, and through the Facebook group that more and more you guys were interested in me talking about it on the main podcast, which I, I had done episodes here and there kind of testing the waters, the, you know, far as the numbers and that I would see. Um, and I really didn't get much feedback on it. Um, but I really, it wasn't as many people in a, well, I don't even really think the Facebook group was going as strong as it is now. So I get a lot more feedback and um, that's why I say like feedback is key. Like if you listen to episodes and I touch on something that you're interested in, let me know so I know to do more of it. I want to do content that I'm interested in talking about, but that you guys are interested in as well. If I'm doing something and I and I don't really hear any response from it, only thing I have to do is go from the numbers. I look like, oh, well, normally I get, you know, this many downloads per, you know, per episode based on this topic from what I'm seeing, you know, hmm, not many, not too many people are interested in it. Then I will shy away from it and I'll test it maybe on the Patreon or I'll paste, you know, uh, we'll post a question on the Patreon or I will post um, questions in the Facebook group. That's why I say it's imperative. If, you know, I, you know, if you are a consumer of content. I want to give you content that you're interested in. So um, even the smallest feedback goes a long way to let me know how to direct the content that I'm going to create 
for you guys. I want to make something that I have fun doing, but then you guys enjoy listening to at the same time. If one of those two things are off, none of it works for me as a content creator and you as an audience. Uh, So it's a synergy that kind of goes together. That's why I always say, hey, you know, uh, if you have a moment, if you're already on Facebook, join the group and then you can interact. You can get to know me on a more personal level, fellow listeners. You can create uh, relationships and friends and get recommendations. It's a one stop shop and you have access to me and the community in between the episodes at the same time, which is a great thing. Um, So I'll you know, like if you're not familiar, uh, the group is the Savant Society. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash um, the Savant Society, all one word. You can request to join. Once I see your request, I will approve you. You can come in, introduce yourself, uh, you know, talk about what you like in comics and things of that nature, just getting people familiar with you. And we're off to the races. But that feedback I get for you guys, like when new episodes come out and you're like, hey, this sparked, you know, this thought or I would like to see I like this. I like to see more of these kind of episodes, things like that. I take all that stuff into consideration when I'm planning because I plan out um when you know i plan i try to plan out in advance i try to keep a month or two like a rough outline of subjects that i want to talk about so i'm always asking and scanning that's why i even say in the episodes let me know if it's things that you're interested in because i always like to you know stay ahead you would think after 13 years it would be hard to find topics to cover it really isn't because the industry itself keeps evolving and changing so much but it's always just finding um there's always new things and there's always new perspectives to um, to talk about. So there's never any shortage of ideas. But again, it's about um, finding the things that you guys are going to be interested to um, interact in a conversation or add to that conversation outside of just me talking. But getting into the whole um, shopping for comics and, you know, how to do it most effectively. Now, I'm going to talk about just some basic keys be willing to do research is a constant thing i constantly check online every day sometimes multiple times a day on deals the different places um that i go to and then try different services like over the years you know i've always been uh, a techie and into technology and the internet um you know i've i'm trying to think i've been online using the internet since uh, 94 95 ish um so i've been using the internet for a long time so over 20 years at this point um i've been online um my background is you know um web design it so a lot of what i've done always is focused around online technology um so I just always been on it. I've tried so many different services over the years. Um, you know, I've used so many different retailers and stuff online. So I've had my good and my bad experiences. You know, um, even when I ordered, I uh, was ordering physical comics. You know, I did a lot of shopping and experimenting online with different uh, retailers. Um, so I, I've used a lot. And but I, I think it comes down to try a few different services. You know, I talk a lot about 
um, in stock trades and discount comic book service. You know, I have a relationship with them. They're sponsors to the show, to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, um, we've had a strong relationship. I used them before I, I started podcasting. They came on very early, um, have been a supporter, you know, a supporter of what I've done. They supply when I do giveaways, they supply and sponsor those. So when I give you guys stuff, you know, it, you know, it's, it's because of that partnership, they're reliable. That's one reason why I always speak of them and I speak highly of them. Um, I don't just use them exclusively. Um, you, you know, when I do buy physical comics or if I, you know, I do, I've done like some videos and I've done some spotlights and things like that on the YouTube channel. That's via, you know, the partnership to show how the service works and to explain how it works. So if you haven't used, I know some of you have contacted me via email or even in like the Facebook group. You told me like, I never heard of uh, DCBS where I never heard of in stock trades till you talked about it. And I don't talk about them so heavily anymore, but since I, I see it's a need and many people are branching out like, Hey, I can't keep affording to buy, you know, it's always great to support local comic book shops. But the thing is they have to adapt because it's so many online retailers with shipping being so fast. You can even order physical comics through Amazon and get them with Amazon prime with same day a day or within two days and save 30 40 50 percent some people have contacted me and said man you spotlighted this book or or you told me about in stock this yeah i got a comment this is a perfect example i got a kind um a comment on a youtube video a few months back I, i did a review i can't even remember what what trade it was someone said they had bought it at a local comic shop paid like a hundred bucks they happened to just look because i was mentioned in stocktrades.com they went it was 50 percent off and they felt like man i felt like so stupid but he's like no and going forward i don't know and i was like it's not being stupid you you, you know you go with what you know and you definitely you want to support the industry but you know again if you have a, a a finite budget and you're trying to make your dollar stretch as much as possible you're going to want to save money so you can get more bang for your buck and that's what i'm a huge advocate on um so um you use a combination and so at first off, be willing to do your research. Step two, find a few sources that you're comfortable or outlets you're comfortable with, um, you know, and learn um, how often or frequently they might update their offerings, their sales, how they rotate their sales out. Um, like for me, I use a combination of a few things. I talk about, um, you know, you have for physical on the physical side of comics, you could do something like DCBS, your local comic shop in stock trades where you're getting physical books. You can also use Amazon, which you could do um, physical and you can buy digital through them. Um, they have a um, you know, you can buy digital books that you can read on your Kindle um, and they own the uh, bought comiXology I don't know, maybe like three, three or four years ago now. So they also own them. They're a company owned by Amazon. Um, The great thing is if you do buy, um, you can go to the Amazon website and search for comics under like the Kindle section and you can buy digital comics there. And the great thing is they have things earmarked and say like, hey, um, I think it's they have the Kindle unlimited plan. They have certain comics that you have access with as, as a part of that kindle unlimited program 
Then they also will say if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited, which is Comixology's subscription service, they'll let you know if that's available for free on that as well. So they'll earmark what books are available where, depending if you're signed up to one of their multiple different subscription programs, be it Kindle Unlimited, be it Comixology Unlimited, they earmark those. And in certain times, they just have just in general, if you want to buy digital comics to read on your Kindle, they have their own sales that are totally independent from anything that you will see on Comixology um, at all, too. So you have multiple tiers with physical as well as digital comics, which, you know, they're multi-pronged. Comixology proper, the site, is only dealing with digital comics. But again, you have the flexibility with Amazon.com that you can go either side. So if you're still struggling or trying to determine, you can get any either or, which is which is great. Then I also at times use uses Marvel's website. Now they have a subscription service called Marvel Unlimited, and then they have another option which is Marvel Unlimited Plus, where you get more features and bonuses, and it's a little bit more expensive if you do uh, the annual sign up for that. And like you get a welcome packet. Um, again, I've I've done a deeper dive in all this stuff on the YouTube channel. I have a series called the comic book collector's guide where I really deep di deep dive and break down all these individual services. I compare them against one another. So if you want to really go into that or know more about it, check that playlist out over, over at um, youtube.com forward slash comic book savant and look for the playlist, the comic book collector's guide. Um, and it dives into that. The reason why I wanted to mention this is that um, if you use Marvel Unlimited Plus, um, you get a discount towards purchases of digital comics and using the Marvel shop of about 15% with the Unlimited Plus. From what I was trying to find out for sure to clarify this, I couldn't find it because they updated the pages recently on they've revamped the Marvel website. So when you go to Marvel Unlimited, it was harder to find. I had to find old information from a previous uh, show notes that I had saved about the discount. But it's with um, from what I saw from my notes, only Unlimited Plus offers you the discount towards the, uh, physical things that you will buy in the Marvel shop. And then you get a 15% discount with uh, Marvel there, the Marvel digital shop. If you want to buy comics there, Cool thing about that, if you buy comics digitally directly from Marvel, you can sync your account with Comixology and they will all filter over there. Same thing is um, same thing works with DC. Um, if you buy comics, digital comics directly from DC from either their web store or if they have a digital code in the books, most of the comics come with digital codes. You can redeem those codes. And those books can, well, if you have your account synced to Comixology, all will show up there so you can have everything. You won't have all these separate sites you have to go to to get to your collection. Everything can filter into Comixology as a main depository for you to have all your digital books. Um, now, if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited, one of the bonuses of Comixology Unlimited is with your monthly subscription. They don't have an annual sign-up option yet. Um, maybe they might be finally announcing something. I've emailed them multiple times trying to get clarification. They said it's in the works. We don't know when it was gonna, it's going to arrive. Maybe going into this holiday season this year, it might they might finally uh, announce something. But right now they don't. You just pay. I think it's a five ninety nine a month. Um, and you can check out up to 50 books at a time with the service. But the cool thing about it is you get discounts ranging from 10 to 15 percent discount off of books you would buy 
through Comixology if you are subscribed to Comixology Unlimited. And it varies for a publisher if you get the 10 to 15% discount. And they, it will have it clearly marked on the book what percentage you get off on that the individual issue, which is so good. And you get that discount on top of any other sales that they might have going on. So it also like so if they have a sale where, you know, Marvel has sales, multiple sales going on um, at any given time. Let me look. I'm just going to give you guys a quick example of a sale. I'm just going to pull up the site randomly. Now I'm recording on a Friday morning right now. They currently Marvel has a new mutant sale going on. So they have. Just looking at the first book here, they have um, the New Mutants Epic Collection. I don't even know what volume this is. Renewal. So I think this is the first volume of the New Mutants in Epic Collection. They have that here. Um, regularly retails for $16.99. The sale, I think, is a 50% off sale. So you so um, with a 15% discount, the what I would pay if I purchase it right now would be five dollars and nine cents so so they show you they show you what the original retail price is we don't show you what like my, after the sale then the 15 percent discount comes off of the actual final sale price you'll get that additional 15 percent markdown which is great so like i said you even save that little bit more on top of which is which is great and they do that with all the different publishers and they'll show you show you like if it's uh 15 or uh, if it's, you know, 10, but for most of the major publishers, it's like a 15% discount. Some other ones, it, you know, it might be 10% or you might not get any additional, uh, discount. I'm just looking at some of the other sales here. Like, um, it's a dynamite sale going on. So with dynamite published books, you get a 10% discount, uh, image, you get a 10% discount. Marvel DC is 15 uh, yeah, so it just depends on the publisher how big your actual discount may be, but you do save additional money. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention about the Marvel website, they have a program that's called the Marvel Insiders. And basically what it is, you sign up with your sign in, you sign up to, to become a member of the Marvel website, which is totally free to do. They have different things. They have like an activities page. So if you read an article here, you listen to a snippet from one of their podcasts, if you watch a trailer through their site, you get points accumulated. And once you get so many points, or if you play some of their digital games and you link your social media accounts, there's all these different activities you can do in a Marvel Insiders program. And you will, um, you will accumulate points that you can then redeem towards just different uh different stuff be it comics like if you save up enough points i'm going to pull it up so i can just give you guys a like a rough example i've i've picked up quite a few books over the years um also i think it's limited to like 10 books a week but um if you buy the physical books and say um the digital codes because all the marvel books i think dc stopped doing the um digital codes in their books but um i think in the, within the past year or certain titles they'll deem as special and they'll put digital codes in it just varies marvel as far as any f individual monthly books they do all include uh a segment in the back where you have a digital code included so um you for i think it, it's a limited if uh, for some reason the site is not marvel sites not loading it's trying to be difficult because they know I'm recording a podcast and I'm trying to give you guys some information. 
And yeah, Marvel site's not loading. But anyway, um, you gain points where you can redeem towards like wallpapers, um, images like cover images for wallpapers, and like they'll it'll be like a bundle where it'll be a social media thing. So you'll get a computer wallpaper, a phone wallpaper, um, and like you'll get a little package. You redeem your points, they'll send you a link. You download that stuff off to your computer, and you have it. Or you can redeem points, like I said, for uh, they'll have like bundles of comics or they'll have like um, some of the um, digital collections like trade paperbacks or epic collections. If you get enough points, you can redeem towards those kind of things or you can redeem things in uh, for um, uh, different things in the like mobile games and things like that. You can get uh, redeem points for that. So it's really a really cool program that incentivizes you to interact with the site and you gain these points that you can actually get tangible uh, things back in return, which is really cool. Like I said, I've uh, accumulated quite a few books and bundles and things like that over the years by doing that. So you might want to take advantage of that if you're already online. Uh, DC doesn't have any said pro similar said program on their site, they, but they do have their subscription service, just like Marvel and Comicsology has theirs. DC has DC Universe, and it's a hybrid kind of service where they offer original video content to watch, original programming, they also have um, a back catalog, not a complete extensive back catalog of all the all cartoons and movies and things like that. But it's a cure. It's a it's a limited because all the rights things are so messy with all the different shows. So you won't see like CW shows. They have um, they they rotate from time to time. The movies that they have, they have somewhere around 30 or 30 to 40 movies of the animated films and some of the live action ones, the live action ones. Sometimes they will rotate in and out. Um, the animated movies, they'll have a certain uh, certain staple of mainstay ones. Um, then they, they'll rotate out some older ones and replace them with other ones from time to time. They do a great thing that they started doing, I guess, within the past six months or so, where all the new DC animated releases, they won't come out. At the, they won't come out on DC Universe when they're released digitally, when they go on sale digitally, because that normally happens before um you know, the home video releases, the physical release comes once it has a street date and it's released on that day in, um, uh, in home video, where you can go out to your big box stores and purchase them. They will come on to the actual service for a period of time. It alternates certain times with certain movies like, um, uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That wasn't, it hadn't came on the service. Um, I haven't checked because I know um, the newer Wonder Woman movie I don't think is on there yet. Uh, but they do a newsletter where they update you. Like you can sign up for a newsletter for DC Universe, and they'll update you and let you know when um, when certain things are coming each month. I'm just double checking as I'm talking to you guys. Is Wonder Woman Bloodlines on? Because it's been out. I think it's it's on sale retail now. Because I know I. I mean, I just recently purchased it, but I do. It's not on here yet. So um, it varies, but they have a newsletter where they will let you know, like when certain movies. I know for a fact when uh, Batman Hush came out. It was, you know, when it released in home video, it was on the service immediately. Batman Gotham by Gotham, Batman, if I can talk, 
Batman Gotham by Gaslight. That was another one. Um, the Death and the Reign of Superman. That both of those were are on, they're still on here. So um, the more recent ones, they've been real good about. Once they come out on home video, it will transition onto the service. So if you're you're not sure if you want to buy it, and this is something I do. I kind of, and this is one way I save a ton of money. I don't pay full price for the movies. If uh, I, if I'm waiting around and I, because I do reviews I, on all the DC animated films, I will um, wait till they show up here and wait to watch them and review them. Um, I do the reviews on the Patreon, so that's one reason. If you missed those reviews, they weren't getting a lot of. Um, you know, um, a lot of downloads. So I did a poll. The Patreon supporters wanted, still wanted the reviews. I started doing them there because, you know, they, they, they were the audience that requested and were actually receptive and asked me, you know, what happened to those. But anyway, I digress. Um, so I started doing those there. So it helps me save a little bit of money and I buy all my, and it's not just comics that I've gone fully digital on my video games in my whole time that I've the PlayStation 4 has been out, I've only bought games digitally. I switched over like towards the end of the PlayStation 3 era. That's kind of when I went through and changed over. So it's been about, I think I went mainly digital with all my media about eight or nine years ago now, if I remember correctly, maybe 10 years ago. I was kind of skirting a lot about 10 years ago. So, but it's been a good eight to nine. I think 2020 will be about a solid nine years at this point, if, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, I did. I made that switch across the, you know, across the board. Um, so, you know, I will wait and I will do the review initially here. If I really like the movie, you know, I want to buy it. I wait because after, you know, again, I learn patterns from the retailers I buy from. I buy all my movies primarily through iTunes. So once it's been out and it comes out the street date, normally a week or two after it comes out in stores, it will go on sale on iTunes for $9.99. And then if I really enjoy it and I want it in my collection, I will then purchase it from there, which I pretty much do for most of the movies. It's been a few that I haven't reviewed highly and then I will not buy those. But I own about, I guess, 90 percent, 90 to 95 percent of all the DC animated films. Um, but that's kind of the process I use to kind of, you know, maximize my dollars and to save money where I can. Um, but DC Universe also, you know, like I said, has that benefit. And also they have um, access to their comic library as well. Um, at first, they did this whole confusing thing where it was curated. They backed away from that and they opened up their library. So you have a massive like 30,000 comic back catalog and they're adding things they add new comics literally weekly to the service adding more and more books and um so um which is similar to how um marvel unlimited works and i said i wasn't gonna deep dive and i'm so deep diving when i'm talking about dc universe which i apologize i have videos that i talked about earlier that is on the youtube channel where i do all this so i apologize for doing it twice but again check out those videos Again, you have a service in stock trades, which is phenomenal. If you on the physical side of things, um, they have discounts ranging from uh, about 30 percent all the way up to 50 percent on their home page. They do a um, deals of the week that they spotlight spot. If I can talk spotlight five to ten books each um, each week uh, so you can 
really save a ton here in your physical comics. Like I'm looking, I just pulled up the site. Uh, so the new, they have deals of the weeks, absolute swamp thing, volume one, getting 50% off. They have, um, Marvel masterworks, amazing Spider-Man hardcover volume 21, 50% off. So again, that's their deals of the week. And then just in general, you can save anywhere from about 32 to 50% off. Definitely. That's something worth taking advantage of all the way. So if you're still into the physical comics, also, if you're a U.S. resident, you um, buy you buy um, fifty dollars up to fifty dollars or fifty dollars or more in um, in an order, you get free shipping with as long as you're within the U.S. That's a that's a great uh, bonus as well. Then they have their their uh, sister company, which is discount comic book services they they offer a service of it's basically mail order comics they will ship the comics directly to your doorstep i think they use uh they used to use dhl back in the day i think they use fedex now um and you can get your books shipped to you weekly bi-weekly or monthly um you order directly out of the um previews catalog so you will order two months in advance pay a month in advance and then you get your books the following month once when they're released and they ship out. Um, you order, you can order directly through their website or they have like an Excel spreadsheet that you can fill out. Again, you actually order through the um, the previews catalog that come out that the comic retailers use. Reason being, they can offer you bigger discounts because you're ordering the same way the comic book shop. So they can offer you bigger discounts. They can offer special bundles like when big events happen, like heroes in crisis or um the house of x and powers of 10 when that was going on you could get bundles with all the comics where you would get them instead of paying full cover price for them you would get them for 99 cent an issue or or even less in some cases if you go ahead and you're pre-buying those so since you're ordering directly you're paying up front for your books they they get to offer you so that's how you can save a ton of money and it's quite effective it takes a while to get used to the ordering process and once like you're switching over to it so what i did when i first started using them 15 years ago i think it was yeah because i started using them about a good two years before i ever started podcasting um it, i would do a hybrid of i would still buy some comics from my local comic shop while i was waiting getting like getting adjusted to their ordering cycle and getting that flow down for me most of the time when I was in my heyday, I got books shipped every week because I was ordering so many books. When I slowed down, I never did monthly shipping because I'm too impatient. I can't wait a whole month uh, when I was reading comics like that. So I could wait two weeks. But um, so I would do biweekly shipping. Uh, so I would get two big packages every uh, month. Uh, but when I was doing my my when I first was really getting back into comics and reading comics heavy leading into me starting the podcast i was i was get i had to get books shipped every week and i would have big a big shipment every week because i was ordering that many books um i think at that time i had like a 200 to i was buying like 200 250 worth of comics a month back then this was a long time ago when i really could afford it before uh well now well 
was I married? Yeah, I was married at the time. I was in through my first marriage. Uh, but, you know, things had changed and I cannot, I don't spend even a fraction of that much now. If I spend $50 in a month on comics, I stretching at this point. So way, way different. But it was, uh, it's really cool. Um, if you want to do that physical thing, you could definitely maximize the amount of money you spend and for the and, and what you get back on your return as far as uh, the amount of comics you get for your money. Um, but I, I ran into that problem when I was using them at the time is that um, I was probably saving money, but I was buying way more books. And then I started delving into hardcovers and stuff. So that's why the amounts start raising up because then I was buying singles that I was still I was buying absolutes and you get discounts on all that stuff the same way. Um, because you order through the the um, previews catalog as well. Also, I wanted to bring up there are also free options as well that you can get books for free to read. Um, it's a service called Hoopla Digital. I also did a spotlight on the YouTube channel as well. Um, this is linked with the public school system, public uh, not school system, public library. Uh, system. If you have a library card in your local area, you can sign up for this service. And depending on your local library is on how much you can check out in a month. For me, I can only check out two books. We talk about this all the time because it was a recommendation that I got from the Facebook group, as well as someone in the comment section on one of my videos that t told me about Hoopla. It's different per public library. Different ones have different requirements. For me, it's two. I've seen people say they had eight, ten. Uh, things that they're allowed to check out and it's not just comics they have uh, audio books movies music that you can check out um, I think you have like a month that you can check it out and every month you gotta you know um, you return those items digitally and then you can check out the next set um, each month and that's a cool way to for free be able to read and watch things at the same time so you can also save money that way so it's a lot of different avenues and channels i hope i didn't overwhelm so much again all these different things i've broke down on a comic book collector's guide on youtube i just wanted to start putting this this conversation out there for you guys because you're curious on what, what ways that i go about saving money and um buying my comics and i use a mixture of all these these methods mainly for me they're digital but it, i just wanted to show you options on both sides physical and digital and comiXology comic if i can talk spit it out comiXology constantly runs sales and specials um they they are constantly going up and down like and if you go to comiXology.com and you they have a tab for sales if you click on the sales tab you'll see all the current running sales They'll tell you the sale ends, uh, you know, what day it ends, the, the, the date which it ends. Most of the time they end around 11, uh, 11 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes it might be midnight um, when they end. It just varies. Sometimes they'll switch over a little bit early. So you just have to keep an eye out. Um, so when a sale ends, a lot of time, especially for like Marvel and DC, they constantly keep sales running. So if you want to, if it's books you're wanting to buy, um, definitely um, they when they do sales, they do collected editions. Anything that they have digitally, they'll will throw in a sale so you can get individual issues. 
you know, trade paperbacks at Epic Collections. I think Epic Collections normally retail, what, $39.99 for physical version. They're about half that price digitally. And then if you wait for a sale, you can get them for anywhere from as low as five bucks to seven, eight bucks. So you save a considerable amount going that route. Uh, so those are always things to consider as well so keep your eyes peeled like i said i check multiple times a day i'll just check the site and see hey any sales switched over and sometimes they'll run multiple sales like currently i'm just looking marvel has one two three three different sales going on at the same time uh on here so it's like you can just always keep checking and because you just never know when a new deal might pop up um, so you, you definitely want to be cognizant of where the different places, retailers you're going to want to frequent and check them constantly for new sales, updated sales. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll even do like little quick flash sales. So you have to be alert. So constantly check so you don't miss out on some good deals. And I'm going to do a better job going forward when it's deals that I will post them via uh, social media or via the Facebook group to give you guys a heads up because now I know it's something that you guys are more interested in. And I, if I can relay information to help you guys save money and buy more comics with the money you have, I'm all open to do that. But that's all I have for you guys for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys enjoyed, let me know so I know to continue to make these kind of episodes going forward. And um, I'll start drilling down on the individual service and I'll go back and revisit some of that stuff if you because I know not everyone is a fan of YouTube or consuming video content or because of how you frequent the show. Um, it's easier for audio. I'll start going back in future installments of the bargain bin and I'll spotlight if you want to know about a Marvel Unlimited or DC Universe in more detail, I can revisit those topics in audio form here in this series for you guys. So just let me know um, in the comment section or uh, email me comicbooksavant at gmail.com or just go to the comicbooksavant.com website. It's a contact us page and you can go there and just let me know feedback from this episode and what you'd like to see in, in a future installment. And I will do my best to bring it to you guys. But that's all I have for you guys for this week. I'm your host, James Harris. This is the Comic Books of Art podcast. Until next time, you guys stay safe. And I will talk to you soon. Take care.